decades in Northern California. You're listening to The Real WTH Show. I taste freedom in my mouth. Fresh cut grass, dirt, and love. You cannot beat the quality, consistency, and the price. What's up, everybody? Well, we are back. Well, I'm back. Yeah, Chris is back. He's always back. I'm always here, and the other two. Well, one, he's well, he's he's not here that one often at all. And a half. Yeah, um, but Tommy's not here. He's not here, so that's why I'm here. Yeah, because I Take, can't do a show by myself. I'm even in his in his seat. He's gonna be angry. Yeah, he's gonna be Hulk rage angry. Yeah, he's gonna need some more of that green apple soda. <laughs> what do we call it? Can we say it? Uh, Hulk piss. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just for him. Yep. Um, so this is actually going to be one of those uh, real WTH breakout episodes, but you had another name not, for it. Not breakout. We're going to call it Blitz Out. Blitz Out, because that's what they do in Germany, I well, guess. Not since 50 years. Oh, yeah. The Blitzkrieg was. Yeah, well, it, it was a while ago. Kiboshed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Chris and I are here tonight, and it's it's cold. Uh, it's It's a... It's a toasty, like, 50 degrees in the studio right now. For me, that's, like, our summer. spring. <laughs> no, not quite summer, but it's a it's a nice, balmy spring day. Yeah. So, spring or, spring or autumn. I don't know. Everyone's complaining here about, you know, the, the weather. Cold. or It's not it's not cold, man. It's not. It's You don't have icicles in your beard yet. It's not cold. Well, until the beard freezes, it's not cold. <laughs> so, as long as that doesn't happen, it's not cold. And everyone's complaining, it's so cold. Yeah, but uh, Chris, he, he brought those other three bottles of beer to try on an, another episode, and we didn't have an episode that was going to go out this week. And Tommy told me, hey, I think I'm going to record a uh, breakout episode tomorrow. But I was like, you know what? I think Chris and I are hanging out tonight, so we might as well just record one real quick. Crack them open and see yeah. what they're about. This is, this is going to be a quick, like, 30-minute or so episode. We're just going to try these beers and maybe talk to Chris a little bit about Germany and what it's like over there. And how um, cold it is. Yeah. <laughs> are you, is, is this your version of being a snowbird? Coming here for, like, three weeks, four weeks? It would be, yeah. <laughs> I actually just got a picture yesterday about, you know, you know, two or three feet of snow on the ground. So, Oh, wow. Looking forward to going back. Yeah. Not... All right, uh, so let's get into it. This this could be a world famous segment of, it's it's a a, a what'd you say a blitz blitz, blitz out blitz be, out. Uh, beers and cheers. Oh, I missed it. Oh, <laughs> we'll get a sound effect though. There's no there cue there. I was left out the left the hang. Yeah. All right, so the first one we're gonna try, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try this again, pronouncing the the name of the beer. Um, Let's see. I think it's made by Rugner Insel Browery. Does Almost. that sound right? Almost. This actually won some awards. It says in London in 2016, it got eight times gold. World Beer Award. Why What's, is it saying IPA? 
Maybe it's just the company got that. Does it say the same thing on that one? No, this one's different. That's so basically, I brought, I brought three beers. This is a, a brewery from northern Germany. Um, Rügen is, um, is an island um, off the coast of Germany in the Baltic Sea. That's your geography lesson for, for tonight. Um, so these are three beers from this brewery. Um, it does say the same thing on all of them. So this isn't an IPA. Well, this one says nine, nine times gold. Yeah, that one's different, but it says the same thing on that one. So, so. those two must be in the IPA class. I don't know because it smells. Well, this this first one's called Incel Saison. Uh, Selton is beer. What does that mean? Um, Selton is. No, you're asking stuff. Um, <laughs> um, like uncommon. Oh, okay. Or, you know. So this Saison, to me, it smells like a sour. Let me see. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a sour. Yeah. I, I told you earlier, I never had a sour, so I'm not... I, 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 I love sours. I chose them just for Tommy because of the artwork on the bottles. They're really cool. Yeah. Like they have like a paper covering over the whole bottle. It's really unique. I've never seen something yeah. like it. Oh, we got video, oh. and it's still working, so... Might as well show them. Yeah, I might as well hold this up here. So it's really, really unique. I've never seen this kind of wrapping. <laughs> it's wrapping really on a bottle, and the artwork is just looks hand-drawn. It's really, really nice. Yeah. So looks cool. So I bought them, you know, purely from an aesthetic standpoint. And I thought, you know, you guys would enjoy it. And I know since you've been enjoying, you know, really been the IPAs and the here's we have a, 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 a single IPA one time to India. Yeah. And then there's yeah. a triple. Yeah. And then we have the sour. I had no idea it was a sour. So I'm really it, curious. It doesn't. It is. It, it's a little bit sour. Not really. It's more like like a. Um, I don't know, like a malty style beer well it's got a nice color for me it really kind of feels like a like a like a wheat beer just like a really kind of like the, like the one last week we had i mean it's not yeah similar taste but it's similar feel hmm. it smells sour to me though it doesn't taste like it smells at all yeah I, I mean, for me again it's really a wheat beer that's how i would classify it it's like a an flavorful blue moon almost well the bottle does say it's a french and belgium style style it doesn't say exactly what kind of style so i assume it's it's more kind of like a you know a belgian wheat yeah that's how it tastes yeah yeah so that one's pretty good not bad not bad it's not not what i'd pick but it it tastes good doesn't taste bad you know, if I had a choice in the in the store, it wouldn't be on my top of my list. Definitely worth uh, worth a shot. Well, I'll give you the real name since Josh kind of oh, heard yeah. of it. Yeah, um, it's do that. The Inzo Brauerei. That's what I said. Almost. <laughs> so, um, if you ever find it, not a not a bad choice. What would you give it? Uh, out of five. See, I'm not one of those people who like I drink IPA, so I like IPAs. But if I try something else, I'm not going to say it sucks just because I don't drink that style of beer. Yeah. Um, you can if you're trying to objectively yeah. view I, or taste I give beer. this like a 3.25. Are you accounting also for the for the artwork? Artwork would probably bump it up to a 3.5. Okay. Give it a full quarter star on there. Mm-hmm. Well, since I'm I'm more of a you know, fan of, you know, the Bavarian wheat beers myself, but, you know, I do like a kind of a lighter. Belgian wheats tend to be actually really light. You know, if you think of like a, um, what's a good Belgian wheat? Um, I don't know. I guess Blue Moon's, Blue Moon's a, a Belgian style wheat. Yeah. But they tend to be lighter, but this is really kind of heavier, which I like. So for me, I'd give it a, you know, from just purely on the taste, you know, side of things. I'd say more like, you know, a 3.5 or 3.75. 
So I'll, I'll give it a four plus the artwork. <laughs> so then, we can go 3.75 we'll on 3. that. we'll call it 3.75 in the middle. Yeah. So all these are going to have really good scores in the artwork because they're all really cool looking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for Maybe, sure. Well, Josh will have to take some pictures of them and, and post them. So that one's not bad. I, I do like it. And then the second one we're going to try here is going to be the um, Uber C Hopfen uh, IPA. I, I can pronounce I can pronounce this part. It says India Pale Ale. Wow, that was well done. Yeah. Very well done. Apparently, it's the same in Germany as think, it is here. I think you're learning. <laughs> you can speak German now. This one does say nine times gold, though, so it must have won some type of award. Yeah, these a are style winners. What these it are says. Yeah, maybe the style, but these are apparently pretty, you know, well, you know, well rated beers. Yeah. Flatcher's slinging tradition. Oh, does that mean brewed with traditional methods up there? Where? Uh, up on the top. Flaschenreifung. Right here. Traditional method. Oh, that one says something different then. Let me see. Well, that's the same. Oh, it is. You just didn't catch it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I gotta finish the last one first. Hold on. Ooh, this. Ooh, ooh. This does not smell like. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Any IPA I've ever smelled before. Let me finish the first one. You're Russian me. Okay. No, you're German me. <laughs> <laughs> I saw what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> it's all my beard. <laughs> all right, what do we got here? Boot. Das Boot. It's funny enough, talking about boats, there's an anchor on this one. Uberse Hopfen in the APL. So, let's fill it up. That was, oh. That was a terrible pour. Oh. Oh. Wow. Give me that it it tastes like an IPA, but then it doesn't taste like anyone I've ever had before. Really? Yeah. It's uh definitely got the hoppy flavor in it. Well, it's, it's got it's, it's got a good smells, smell. Yeah, it smells different. It almost smells Christmassy to me. I don't know. I don't know what it is that makes it smell that way. Well, it's not like your typical West Coast IPA, little, you know, fruity, citrusy. Yeah. This is really kind of herbal. Yeah. Yeah, more earthy. Ground, which I like too. It's grounded. Hmm. Let me give it a little taste. Have you ever had one like that before? No. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's different. Wow. I can't explain it. Yeah, it's like a hoppy, uh, got some type of spice in there that I can't figure out, but then it's super earthy too. I, I don't know. Is this is I'm I'm almost speechless from this beer because it, it, it does taste like an IPA, but it doesn't. It, it's hoppy, but it really has something else and I can't put my finger on it. What yeah. it could be. I'm really just really curious. I, and it's not a bad taste. No, no, it's it's, it's a good taste. It's it's different. But yeah, it's good. It's like I said, it's not your typical IPA where it's you know, either fruity or hoppy or you know, citrusy. Yeah, it's earthy. It's it's just I'm. The word I want to use is dirty. It's just a yeah, dirty idea. Yeah, yeah. And look, I mean, the color it's is super dark. It's hazy. It's yeah. dark. Man, that, that even uh, even through the light, it's still super dark. That's interesting. Very yeah. interesting. I, I like it though. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a different beer. We're oh, we're gonna have to throw some pictures. Up. I don't think you can get any of this stuff here. Yeah, I doubt it. I, I, really I don't, don't think, think I've so. ever seen anything like that here. No. Um. But I can see how it won gold nine times. Yeah. Or eight times gold. Yeah. In 2016, World's Best Beer Award, World's Best IPA. Eight times gold. Yeah. Don't know what that means, but must be good. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That one's definitely worth a try. It is. And if, if anybody can find it, I'll put a picture up. I don't know if we can get it on, on untapped. Um, 
But if anyone can find it, they should try that one. That'll be, that'll be one when I go back to Germany. I'll be one to to buy again and just to really, you know, switch it around. Yeah, you get to get a second second opinion for myself. Yeah, because that's definitely interesting. Hmm. So where would you, where would you where would that fall in your IPA list or your I, like um, well first your rating. I want to hear your rating and then on taste on t- just on taste you know plus artwork and then, but then your rating and then also you kind of you probably have your list of you know favorite IPAs in your head. Mm-hmm. And so kind of where, where would that fall in your kind of top five or top ten list? So like taste rating based on artwork, everything. I give it a 4.25. That's not bad. 4.25. Um, IPA rating list. I've probably got. I'd say three, maybe four IPAs above this. Out so, of a top ten list, so you, it's probably in your top five. Yeah, that's yeah, and that's pretty good. You've had a you've had a lot of I have. a lot of IPAs. <laughs> I have, huh? I would like to call myself an IPA connoisseur, if you will. So me, they, it's good. It is good, different but good. You know, I think I'll be. I'm with you there on the rating. You know, four two five is um, it's a good number plus artwork. Um. <sighs> So we'll put put that one on a four point two five. Yes, sir. That's good. You know, I just recently been getting the IPAs. You know, I, you know, previously I never really was an IPA guy. I never really liked them that much. You know, but the last few weeks and even you know since I've been here, I've tried more craft brews. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, going to stores and seeing oh, it's a new bottle. I haven't tried that one before, and you know, I've been just getting really into them. So I'm really starting to really enjoy and appreciate you know the IPA you know style beer. You're gonna have to see if uh, Tavor delivers to Germany. I'm not familiar with that. It's like a monthly uh, box of beer where you go <laughs> online and you can pick stuff that you want. Really? And that they have. It's like, uh, what do you call it? Like their their specialty beers that you can't really find, or you can only find them in cert- certain parts of the U.S. or around the world, even. Huh? And then you pick which ones you want. And then it's like five bucks to ship it all in the U.S., but I don't know if they have anything like that in Germany. Hmm, probably not. I mean, I'll have to look. You know, usually for us, it's pretty easy to find beer, even in local stores. Less craft beers. Yeah. More kind of local, you know, normal brews. Yeah. Um, but you can order everything online as well. But it'd be cool to find out if you could somehow add stuff to that list, you know, to, to that website or to that, to that service, you know. Send him a picture, or send him you know, a bottle or whatever, and you know that that'd be kind of cool. I think they do take suggestions. Hmm. You could say, "Hey, this is a bottle you guys need to put up there or try and get." Yeah, I mean, you know, something like this, you know, it's really different. You know, you know, of course, it's been you know rated you know highly. At, yeah. You know, you know, uh, competitions or whatnot. In London, where's this? Where are we from? You said it's a small island in the Baltic Sea. Is that close to you? Where's the Baltic Sea? The Bal- I don't know where it is. <laughs> so we have to go back to our geography lesson. Yep. <laughs> the Baltic Sea is in the far in the north, and we live in the very, very southern east tip of Germany. Okay. But we'll get to that. Okay. Um, and speaking of Baltic, <laughs> what a segue. Yeah, that was perfect. Uh, we're going to go into this Baltic triple. That was easy to pronounce. You can speak German. You're, you're perfect. It's wonderful. Um, yeah, this one's got some... I don't know, cranes or something like that on it. It's pretty cool. Some sort of crane, yeah. Yeah. But this is, yeah, basically the triple IPA version from the same brewery. So if that one, if that last, you know, that single pale was so good. Any indicator. I'm curious what this guy's going to be like. Yeah. So let's pour him. 
Ooh. Ooh. It, it, it smells a little stinky. <laughs> I can smell from here. Yeah. Make sure we split it evenly. Divvy it up, you know, nice and even so everyone says everything's fair. Yeah. So let's smell this guy. It's kind of. It still smells earthy. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Look at how light it is. That's super light. It's a lot different from the last one. Okay. When you try it, it's not going to taste that way. It's got a weird, a, 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 a dark aftertaste to it. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. That smells like, it smells it. This doesn't taste like it. Like no. No, it doesn't. What the heck? It tastes like a soda. Mm-hmm. Like, like an amaretto soda or... Oh, it's a, there's like a weird aftertaste that just lingers in there. It's really like toasty, almost. It tastes malty, but doesn't look malty. Yeah. That's weird. This one's uh, definitely the highest in alcohol content out <laughs> yeah. of all of them. This one's 9.5%. Ooh, doggy. Yeah. Does that one have the, the, the graph in the back? The graph. No, I think that was the IPA that had the graph. Oh, you're right. Yeah, this one's different i don't know if i like it hmm that's that's a lot different i kind of like the first taste that you get yeah but then that aftertaste that comes in at the end i don't know you know uh, to be honest it's not something i neither nah i'm a little disappointed in this one um i'm not because you know i had no expectations <laughs> oh yeah i mean but but after after having that ipa that's it, true. I guess, I, yeah, I was. I guess I, I was expecting more. Something similar, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. Hard. Hard to place. You can't really like the same kind of taste. It's you, not bad. It's just not good. You just, you just can't put your finger on it. What's what's supposed to be? You know, from color, from the smell, from the yeah. taste. It just doesn't feel like a really like a triple. No. I don't know. I'd probably give that one maybe a two and a half at the most, just because of the artwork. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. I'll give you. I'll, I'm the same. You know, it's it's. You can drink it, but it's one of those things where I just wouldn't buy again. Not to be mean. It's just. I mean, they they must have people that like it because I I don't think you'd produce it if people didn't like it. But if you think so, but you never know. But if, then again, maybe it it's is an acquired taste. It is a beer from northern Germany. And yeah, those people tend to be a little weird. Yeah. Okay. Let's just leave it leave it at that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, from from those three, that that middle, that IPA was, that IPA was the was, best. Yeah, that was good. That that one's I can I can wholeheartedly recommend. Yeah. Hmm. Hopefully, some of our listeners can get their hands on one someday. Someday. Either that, or you're just gonna have to go to Germany or, and give Chris a call and Mac, say, "Hey, come to Germany. Let's go to Oktoberfest and well, they drink be, it up." We'll be serving that, but we'll we can find. What do it. they serve at Oktoberfest? They serve a, it's called a Märzen beer. It's, um, it's kind of like it's just one kind of beer the whole time. No, yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, you get your, your, if you can just channel, channel your inner Farva, you get your liter of beer. Yeah. So. Das Boot. <laughs> oh yeah. There's a, well, they don't, they don't <laughs> serve it in a boot, but they serve it in a, in a, you know, a giant glass mug. It's Do they have in, like all the drinking competitions, like in the movie where you play like ping pong and whatever and all the quarters and. Stuff like that? No, that's unfortunately an American <laughs> invention. Oh, dang! For it. that movie, no. You um, sure it's not underground somewhere? <laughs> it could be after the after party. Um, <laughs> no, that Oktoberfest they they have really one one style of beer. For, it's like a festival beer, and it's kind of a kind of an amber lager, an amber ale. Okay. 
it's it's actually really good. Um, it's a little stronger than usual, so it's probably the high fives, five percent. Um, but you know, you, you, they have also have like a mixed version, so you mix your beer with like a with like a sprite. You know, oh, like, so like a seven up. something for Tommy. Yeah, it's, it's a Tommy beer. I see. It's a Tommy girl. It's a Tommy girl. <laughs> it's a German Tommy girl. Yeah, yeah, basically German Tommy girl. Good it's, a, it's a Tomika girl. I don't know what's a what's a German for Tommy. Tommy. Thomas. Yeah, Thomas. 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 <laughs> Thomas. Girl. There's a, a female version of Tommy in German. I'll have to think about that. But um, yeah, so they bring you the, those big old you know glasses and mugs of beer. The glass and mug, and then. You know, which basically is one liter, so that's about you know, there's a three of our normal you know cans of beer, so basically three beers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you tip one of those back, and then you tip another back, and then you're feeling pretty good. So <laughs> and then you forget about what kind of beer it is. And yeah, I really after the first one, or really during the first one, you don't really know what kind of beer it is. It doesn't really matter because <laughs> it, it does taste good. They're not bad. They're they're really good. So is Oktoberfest like only one place in Germany, or is it like there's like regions that do their own Oktoberfest? Yeah, there are regions, you know, throughout all of Bavaria. Was it you that told me your Oktoberfest isn't in October? Well, no, no, none of them are. <laughs> Funny none enough. of them are? No, yeah, none of them are. What? Yeah, the big one is the Munich one, and that one's is actually... Is it to prepare for October or something? Is that why they call it Oktoberfest? Well, the, the, I never really looked into the history of it. I mean, from what, my, from what I understand, the original Oktoberfest was a festival to celebrate the marriage of some duke and some, you know, some... Some some woman, and the duke's name was October. Unfortunately, not. It was some, oh. sorry, Duke Maximilian or Duke uh, Ferdinand or I, I don't remember. I'm you know, I'm I'm, I'm on vacation. <laughs> so um, oh, that was me. Uh oh. Uh oh. Do I have to try one of those? I think you have to. You made um, Tommy do it twice. Whereas he actually had to try it more than once. So oh, I guess I'll. Oh man. I say you just go till you get a zombie one. I don't want to. Pu- I don't want to puke. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's orange. Uh, yeah, it'll, that'll be either. Uh, what's that? Petrifying citrus punch. Or, yeah. Or zombie. Mm, the punch. Oh man. <laughs> Score. <laughs> Handy probably ate all the zombie ones out of there. <laughs> he would like those. Yep. All right. Well. Mm. So. So. That that's it for the the drinking part of this. But um, Tommy he was disappointed because he actually wanted to be here to um, try and talk to you a little more about Germany and stuff. Yeah. Uh, some of the stuff he wanted to know was um, like more about landscape, like where where you're from. How? how well, I'm d- from does, does California. It, no, I mean like where you live. So <laughs> does the landscape of Germany differ throughout the whole? country or is it kind of the same or well it is different i mean it you, you can't you know say because i mean like we have like in california we have mountains we have a little desert high desert we have a bunch of everything we have the beach mm-hmm. you know does is it like that in germany or is it kind of one well, landscape it, for the most part it is you have to imagine germany is about the size of of new mexico you know from just from land mass here of and what of New Mexico, really? You know, the size? That's how small it is. But, yeah. Wow. So that's let's uh, say I have to first. You have to put that kind of put that in terms. So if we take New Mexico and we put it, you know, Germany will fit maybe two and a half times within California, 
Mm-hmm. So it's like taking maybe all of Northern California, you know, from yeah. from the border, maybe down to the Bay Area, ish. Maybe you know Yuba City or you know Chico or whatnot. Oh wow, that's small. Two and a half times New Mexico, maybe, huh. maybe to Sacramento. I'm not. I'm not I quite think sure. it'd be at least Sacramento. It, it could be. So you know, based on based on that, it's it's the ghost of the kegerator. Oh, behind the ghost you. of the kegerator. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> little of, skeleton guys up there hanging out still. Kind of scared me. <laughs> um, so you know, kind of putting that in perspective, you know, just how small it is. Um, it still is pretty. You know, pretty diverse. Um, if we start in the north, you know, of course, you know, there's the beaches, this, you know, the sea. Um, you know, moving south, you know, that region, you know, all the north is generally pretty flat, you know. And once moving down, there's, you know, a couple of, you know, so hills, it kind of gets hilly. You move into central Germany, you know, the river valleys, you know, the Rhine Valley is pretty famous, you know, hilly. I remember that from school. Yeah. That's a river, right? Yeah. The Rhine. Yeah. One of the most famous in Europe, of course. But so, but, you know, once they're, they, they don't really have any mountains with like in the central Germany, so it's really kind of you get the flat land by the by the coast and start moving you know you know south. Um, you get down you know moving more towards the Alps. Of course, you get more hilly. And where we're where, where we live is it's um, you know the southeast of Germany, so really not. So probably a good you know forty five minutes southeast of Munich. Um, and we live right in the you know kind of foot of the Alps. Are you you're on the border then, or close to it? Pretty close. We're about you know, you know the Austria is east of us, a good hour, and south about a half hour. Okay. Not even twenty minutes or so. So, yeah, and then there it's pretty. It's it's nice and kind of rolling hills. It's green. All of Germany year round green. It's beautiful. You know, completely different from here. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, you know California is nice and sunny. It's warm. But if you live here, you know it's, you know, every, you get maybe two weeks in the spring where it's green and then it turns brown. And you get yeah. all summer, all, all yeah. fall, it's brown. Unless we get those weird winters where it rains a bunch, then you get maybe till like June at the most. Maybe, maybe. If you're Probably lucky. May. Yeah. So if you're lucky, you get the June. If not, you know, it's brown. Yeah. So that's one of the things that was really, you know, what I liked a lot about Germany is that it's always green. You know, I really like that kind of thing. Yeah. And of course, living in, you know, where we live in, in, in our, in our area, it's tends to be kind of flat and the mountains just, just pop out of the ground. Out of you nowhere. Know? Yeah. Kind of, it's kind of like the Rockies, you know, from, yeah. the, from the Denver side, you know, it's all flat land and then the mountains just start going up. So it's really, really unique, you know, rolling hills, rivers, lakes, you know, green. And is, the there, is there like year long, uh, snow on the mountains up there? Well, Bavaria only has a really small sliver of the Alps, you know, maybe only one or two kind of, you know, ranges or, you know, lines of mountains, uh-huh. and then it turns into Austria. Oh. So you kind of have to go, you have to go really, you have to take a trip into the mountains, you know, through the through the valleys and passes to get to those mountains where there's year-round snow. Okay, so that's a little about the geography and landscape stuff. But we're actually, um, one, one little quick point, and maybe you might know there's like a little kind of really in the southeastern point of Germany. Like that little kind of spit of land. It's called Berchtesgarten. And up in Berchtesgarten is where the eagle's nest is located. So go tell people about the eagle's nest. Cause well, if you're familiar with your U.S. military history, the eagle's nest was, was, was Hitler's SS, or even the, the village of Berchtesgarten was his SS you know, hideout. So all of his SS officials, even himself, you know, all had houses in that village. And even at that time, to live in that village, you had to be a, a, a party member of the Nazi party. 
You couldn't you couldn't live in that village. Wow. And up in the mountains, Hitler built his mountain retreat. We called the Eagle's Nest. It's called in German the Kilsteinhaus. And so it's up there in the mountain, and we can go visit it any time. Uh, how long does it take for you to get there? Well, from our house, it's probably a good you know hour drive to get down in the mountains. It's kind of far. Um, and then it ain't you that bad. No, it's not bad at all. But you get there. The only way you get there is by bus. So you have to you like there's this big parking lot. You have to get everyone gets in the bus, and the bus drives you know up the mountain, you know switchbacks yeah. and whatnot. And then the road stops. You get out of the bus, and the only way to get to that house is either you hike, you know, up the mountain, yeah, like you know, with your feet, <laughs> <laughs> or you take a golden elevator that Hitler had built into the mountain. He so, had an elevator built into the mountain. Yeah, from like from like his you know private parking lot, he built the elevator through the mountain up to his house. Wow. So you ride the elevator up to the house, <clears> and then that's his that's his mountain retreat. Still there. You can look at you know, the. They like, didn't change it at all. It's nope. still the same. Well, there's like a restaurant there now. Funny wow. enough, but it has I mean spectacular view of the you know all that area. It's really beautiful, but the history behind it is still pretty. Yeah, pretty that's crazy. Th- that's pretty cool. Was it was he normally in that area, or was he normally like northern Germany? Well, no, he wasn't. I mean, he wasn't there very often. You know, that was his mountain retreat, so to get away from everything. So. There are some pictures of him there with, you know, Ava Brown, you know, his girlfriend and, mm-hmm. you know, Goebbels, all his you know generals and assistants and, you know, advisors. Um, but he wasn't, you know, you know, stationed there or he wasn't, you know, ruling or dictating from there. But after, of course, his apparent, you know, suicide in Berlin at the end of the war, even his SS, you know, troops or army held up there until the very end. Yeah. That was one of the last, you know. Where did he commit suicide? In Berlin. In, in bunker, Berlin. In a bunker. <laughs> But even after that, that was one of the last corners of Germany to even surrender to the Allied forces. Was it that area? Yeah. It's wow. Well, that mountain that, retreat. That mountain retreat and the little town or mm-hmm. whatever where you had to be yeah, Nazi well, party. It, it was a race between, you know, I think it was, was <coughs> I think I think it was the French troops and the American troops to get to the Eagle's Nest because they all wanted to get there first. Cause they That's did, funny because French are not like that anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to talk about the French military. <laughs> But uh, it's just it's just really crazy, you know, just the history of the area, which is what kind of drove me to stay there because I've always been a history buff and history fan, especially European history. Yeah, I, I remember like going there when you and when you and I went to Poland, and then we went into a little bit of Germany, right? No, we were never in Germany. We we were in Poland most of the time. We went to, of course, we mentioned last episode, you know, Auschwitz and you know the camps and I thought the we towns. went into Germany for a, a little bit. We went south, and I believe in Slovakia. Oh, no, no. maybe. Yeah, that was Slovakia. Maybe that was it. But that was only over the border and jump on a raft and float back down. Yeah, that was that was an interesting thing to do because we had to walk back after we got in the raft. Yeah, yeah, we have stories of that. Too. Yeah, yeah, got bit <laughs> by a, a gigantic ant. Yeah, when I was there. Yeah, in Poland. Yeah, that was fun. which I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed that. It, trip to it, that was a yeah. That was eye-opening yeah. for me. There were people walking their cows down the street. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it like a, like a sheep herd, too, that came down the street? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a... It, it was like that... It, it was like walking back in time, almost. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Well, it was pretty rural where we were. Yeah. Know, at that camp. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the same thing... Uh, we mean. started out in Krakow, though. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was the more metropolitan area, I guess. Which is a nice city. I, I've, I've really been wanting to go back there, you know, yeah. for years now. But even from us to drive there, it's still like a 10-hour drive. Wow. 
Um, but one day we'll make it. But yeah, even in Germany, it's the same thing. You you see, maybe if I ever make it make it there, I'll like fly into Poland and you can meet me there, and we'll then be, we'll then we'll you, head up. If you ever made it, we'd make that trip anyways. Just, <laughs> just doesn't, because doesn't matter. If it's ten hours. <laughs> we're, we're gonna go. Just go. All right. Um, another thing, Tommy wanted to know was, uh, well. You, you, I think you talked about how you got over there initially. Did mm-hmm. you? I believe I mentioned it was just, just really quick again. It was a internship through, you know, through my college. Um, you know, I kind of, you know, f- I took my first German language course in high school. And at that point, I, I just knew I was going to make it over there somehow, some way and experience the language and culture. And so everything I did, you know, either through high school and even up to you know, through college was to make my to make it possible to get over there. And towards the, you know, in college, I even kind of knew then, okay, well, if I make it there, I think I'm probably going to stay. And that was always in my back of my head. So I, you know, arranged my schedule to, to have that study abroad semester at the very end of my studies. Yeah. So I went over at the very end of my college, you know, studies and was able basically to complete my internship and then decide if I want to stay or come back since I wouldn't, I didn't have to come back. Do you work for the same place or did you work for the same place that you did the internship at? When you stayed? Yeah, I did. I um, had my six-month internship, and then I was able to extend that two months after the fact because I wanted to, you know, experience Germany as a real human being, not as an intern. Yeah. <laughs> so, and funny enough, at that point, I wasn't quite sure if I wanted to stay or not, and that's why I, I first extended. And then those two months, then I, f- I met my future wife. Yeah. And then you, met, you meet someone, and you say, okay, well, this is interesting. I like the person. Let's see where all this goes. Yeah. And that was 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so here I am now. So you, you met her during that two months that yeah. extension? Yeah, exactly. So that was one of the things Tommy wanted to know is yeah. like how, how you met your wife and how all that came to be. Well, fun, I have a funny story about that. Oh, okay. Um, but funny enough, if I, didn't, if I didn't meet her at that time, I most likely would have come back, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could tell every time, like, I, I think it was the, did you, you came back after those two months? I didn't. The first time I came back was actually with her. Was it? I thought, I think so. I thought you came back without her the first time because I, I felt like you told me about her once. And then the next time you came back, she was with you. That was a good nine, ten years ago. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember anymore. I don't remember. Anyways, but yeah, so it might have might have been so if I didn't meet her or if I was somewhere else, different region, might have actually come back after all. But I'm happy I didn't. Yeah. Um, so I, how I met her, it's kind of a funny story. We um, Way back when I, I used to play lacrosse. Um, and I started a lacrosse team in Germany. I remember I to you playing. told me about that. Yeah. And I had a buddy on the, the team. And since I was kind of still new and my German was rudimentary and didn't know anyone, he's like, well, you know, it's kind of the time where the, where the Oktoberfest was going on in our, in our region. So yeah. it wasn't the Munich one. It was our regional Oktoberfest. No, 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 not even. It was like in the spring. It was, it was like the spring festival, like really small, like one beer tent. Um, so I went with that buddy to that the festival, met some of his friends and, there's a big old table of people, you know, kind of meeting people and, you know, names that, you know, it's Hans and Franz and, <laughs> and you go down online, it's like, oh, I'm not going to remember your name tomorrow. Sorry, pal. <laughs> and of course, my future wife was there. And so I was like, oh, hi. And that's always what spoke that album that, 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 that night. She's like, okay, hey, I'm Chris. And, you know, she's Martina. I was like, oh, nice to meet you. And that was that. Yeah. Never looked at her again that night. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough. And then. You know, at that time, I was usually, you know, cycling the weekends, you know, cycling after work. I was really kind of, you know, since I didn't know anyone, I was always like, you know, kind of exploring the area mm-hmm. you know, on, my, on my bike. And so two, a couple of weeks later, I was riding my bike around the area, you know, during the summer and 
you went to like you know a lake after a ride. You know, cool down, jump in the lake, and you go to that lake, and then you know, have my headphones in and stuff. Took them out, ready to get ready, ready to swim, and hear from somewhere way you know, kind of you know, just hear somewhere. Chris, <laughs> it's like I don't know anyone here. It can't be me. <laughs> so I'm not looking around. Again, Chris. You forgot the toff at the end. The what? <laughs> Christoph. Uh, no, was, I'd say it's just Chris. And then, funny enough, Germans make fun of our, you know, our R's, you know, because we have a really kind of, you know, right? yeah. a cowboy R, they say. But yeah, so I told him, it's Chris. And so again, Chris. And then, you know, then I start looking around, like, okay, who's yelling my name? And I see over, like, you know, you know, maybe 20, 30 feet away, some. Some girl on a, on a on a on a blanket, you know, waving her hands like you know, like she's crazy. Like, uh, do I know her? Can't be. So I walk over, and, <laughs> and I'm still like trying, like you know, rifling through my my Rolodex. My Where head. do I know you from? Yeah, it's exactly. It's like it's like okay, the Rolodex. Who can? Where's the face? Where's the name? Where's the name? Where's the name? And so I I didn't come up with it again. I feel kind of bad. Um, and you know, so I kind of have to like. You're Sandy, right? No. Oh, oh almost. <laughs> almost. No, that I wasn't was Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, so we, we start talking again, and it's like, oh, yeah, we met at the beer fest, and, you know, we didn't talk at all, but it doesn't matter. We, you know, I know you're now. I know you now. And, and so you know, we, we start talking, and then, you know, she told me, okay, well, you know, tomorrow there's another beer fest. I'm like, oh, of course. There's always beer fest always. in Germany. There's always the next beer fest. <laughs> well, then, funny enough, this beer fest was at a, was at a um, monastery, yes. Oh. It was at a monastery. Well, the monks in Germany or in Europe brew beer, That's of how course. they make their money. Of course. It is. So it's a monastery. So yeah. I said, well, I have nothing planned. Let's go. So we go. And so that whole weekend we hang out. And that's kind of how it starts. You know, we start hanging out that weekend, the weekend after, after work. And it's just a natural process. You don't you don't plan. You don't you know, say, okay, well, this girl's kind of cool. Let's see where it goes. You just keep hanging out, keep hanging out. And, yeah. You know, weeks pass, months pass. And then you just gets to a point where you say well you know damn this person's cool yeah <laughs> i like her and then, then you, you keep keep dating keep doing stuff and then you know the winter comes and then you you know you keep at it and then you know then i think we we knew each other for about a, a year at that time and then you know had the big surprise <laughs> and then life came along and then life came along <laughs> yeah well then, then comes the thing it's like well we were actually on a, on a trip in, in switzerland we were in Switzerland, and actually, funny enough, we went to a, the, the tour of the Nestle Chocolate Factory um, in Switzerland. There's a Nestle Chocolate Factory in Switzerland? Well, Nestle is a Swiss company. It is? Yeah. I had no idea. Well, now you know. <laughs> Things you know. Yeah. Um, funny enough, and then at that trip, she got really sick. Like, super sick of the chocolate factory. You know, they got she was sick all the way home. And we're like, oh, no. Was there a beer fest there, too? No, no, it was just oh. chocolate. <laughs> Maybe it's just the, the chuck that triggered it. We're like, oh, man, this sucks. And we drive home, and she's still sick, still sick. And it's like, oh, oh no. It could be the other thing. <laughs> Uh-oh. It's like, finally through the test, and like, okay, well. All right. She's, you're, she's, you're pregnant. Okay, cool. Let's call my parents. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Make it a long story short. So it was a surprise. You know, it was, you know, I'm not going to say unwanted, but it's, you know, it's a shock at, yeah. that, at that age. Yeah. You know, we were young. You know, yeah, we're, ten we're, years ago, was it ten years ago? How old is he now? He's he's eight. He's eight. So it was it eight, was years, eight ago. years ago. Yeah, yeah. So we were twenty-four. That sounds right. Yep. 24, 24. 25. I mean, that's that's pretty young, and especially you know, not not expecting, not you know, really ready for that, and it's a huge step, and it's a huge change 
to get to that point. And, you know, my, my dad always told me that, you know, you grow into your, you grow into your, your um, you kind of grow into your responsibility. So you, yeah. there's two, two kinds of people, really. My dad always tells me there's people who, who can't live up to the, or, oh, no, no. no. <laughs> I'll give you a pass on that one because you're in a, 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 a intense story right I know, now. I'm fighting for words. <laughs> um, so see, there's kind of two, two kind of people. There's people who can't really, you know, grew up with the responsibility that they're, they're, they're thrust upon or the responsibility that's thrust upon them. And there's people that, of course, that were that responsibility is thrust upon and they rise to the challenge. So you, you either adapt and overcome or you don't. Exactly. Yeah. So that, that kind of thing either can break someone or it can make them. Yeah. So that's kind of the point. It's like, okay, well, how are we going to react? How are we going to, you know, not solve this problem, but how are we going to, you know, basically, you know, conquer? How are we going to really make this our own? Yeah. And so that was kind of the thing for me. It was like, well, for me, it was from the, from, the, from that, that, that test going forward. It's like, well, okay, we're going to be a family. Yeah. For me, it wasn't even a question. It took for her a little longer, you know, for, of course, for her, from her side, her, you know, she's German, she's European, a little different mindset. But for me, it was... Are they more like conventional over there or is it the opposite? Mm. Yeah. There's a lot of German families who aren't married. But for me, it was really, okay, well, this woman's going to have my child. You know, I'm going to provide for her and for the child. And, mm-hmm. you know, we come, I come from a traditional family. So like, yeah, of course we're going to be married. Why, what else are you going to think? What else are we going to do? Yeah. And, you know, she was kind of against it at first. And she's like, well, let's just see how it goes. We're going to, you know, kind of, you know, you know, you know just see what happens. Like, no, <laughs> that's not how I want to do it. If, I, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it right. Yeah. And we're going to do it together. But, you know, we eventually, you know, you know, came to terms on like, terms. It kind of sounds so business-like, but, you know, we, we, you know, we came, you know, we, as a compromiser, as, you know, a couple or a family, you know, we decided how we were going to move forward. Yeah. And, but yeah, that was kind of how we came together. You know, you know, the first meeting, kind of our courtship, if you may. Yeah. <laughs> so I got one question. Yeah. So if there was one thing you could tell somebody, like, why you should go to Germany and at least, like, see it and experience it, what would that be? Well, I think for me, we Americans harbor, still harbor that kind of, you know, that mindset of Germans, you know, Nazis, yeah. war, you know, kill them all, that kind of thing. And so, you know, it, of course, it's a part of history. It's a part of German history, you know, the Nazi, you know, the Nazi era, you know, the war. Um, but it's kind of like if you think back, you know, to American history as well, you know, think about what, what's bad, what, what's happened to us that's bad, you know. Let's say Vietnam or, yeah, um, you know, other things, bad things. You know, let's say you know school shootings. That doesn't reflect on the entire population. That reflects yeah. only on those specific inv- individuals. And the same thing is uh, can be applied to Nazi, the Nazi era. That only applies to really a handful of individuals in Germany. But you know, Germans as a whole have been branded as Nazis. Yeah. In pop culture, film, whatever, for decades. Yeah. And that's one thing what I would recommend to do is simply to go over there and see for yourself. You know, meet the people, learn about the culture, and there are no Nazis. <laughs> I mean, we have neo-Nazis in Idaho. We have, a, <laughs> we have a crap ton of neo-Nazis in the U.S. Yeah. More so than in Germany. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a big problem here in the U.S. right now. And more so than in, in, in Germany. 
Of course, there are neo-Nazis still there. There are neo-Nazis everywhere. But Germans as a, as a people, as a culture, aren't evil, aren't bad. I don't know, I know maybe it's not, you know, people really don't believe that, but they always have it in the back of their head. You think Germany? Oh, what do you think? Uh, Fear <laughs> and Nazis. Yep. World, world War. Exactly. That's what you think. And that's one thing I say, okay, well, you know, before you, you know, stereotypes, I know everyone has them. It's natural, I guess. But just go there and see. Meet the people. You know, they're open. They're fun. They're relaxed. And they drink a lot of beer. <laughs> <laughs> everyone likes beer. Please. And on that note, I mean, we only plan to go like, 30 minutes but right. we're at almost we're we're getting getting up there we're at 50 minutes oh, now boy yeah yeah cut off this blitz creek <laughs> yep <laughs> it's time to stop um but yeah it's been fun since you've been back i, I always like when you come oh. back you you always have some story or something like that or you you bring me some nice delicacies from I germany always bring your goodies yeah um and oh we i did try the the gummy snakes they're amazing brought, aren't they and, oh yeah and I looked for them in the candy store. You can't find them here. Can't find them. No. 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 You try to look online, maybe. But yeah. they're the best Haribo gummies. Yeah. Whatever. The little, like, dual layer little yogurt bottom. Yeah. The yogurt bottom with, like, yeah. the gummy tops of the snakes. Oh, man. They're super good. <laughs> they're really good for when you're having, like, an all-nighter uh, video game night. Like, tonight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, other than that, thanks for listening, you guys. Uh Again, this is just a little breakout episode to yeah. fill the space until uh, I think next weekend. Tommy and I will be back together. Um, and uh, other than that, send us an email at uh, therealwthshow at gmail.com. And if you like the episodes and everything you're hearing, give us a rating on whatever you're listening to because that helps us get out to more people. Um, other than that, thanks for listening, guys. And thank you. My thanks to Josh and, and, and Tommy for having me out and of you know, it's been a lot of fun for me as well, yeah. um, being able to be a part of this. And you've been listening in Germany as well and catching up. And Actually, when we started this podcast, <laughs> I told Tommy, I said, when my friend Chris comes back from Germany, we're going to have him on. He was all for it. Yeah, it's been a great and it's been a great time. I'm happy to share you know, my stories and my beer with you. Yeah. I'm looking forward to next time. All right. All right. You guys take care. <laughs>